Welcome to Girl Scouts Phraseology, a mini-series in the Girl Scout Troop Leader Experience podcast, where we offer a brief description and explanation of different terms and phrases you might hear in Girl Scouting. Today, we're going to talk about WAGS. So you might hear this, WAGS. And if you see it written out, it's W-A-G-G-G-S. So there's three G's in there. Sometimes people will typo it and they'll, or misspell it, and they'll put only two G's because that feels like a little more um, like a real word because it's often pronounced WAGS, just like that, instead of the full name, which is World Association of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts. So it is just that. It's a world association of girl scouting or girl guiding movements across the world um, in a bunch of different countries. So Girl Scouts is an affiliate member. Um, All girl guiding orgs are affiliate members, so they're part of the Umbrella Collective and they're part of the same worldwide movement, but they're individually run and operated. So WAGS does not own GSUSA or any other guiding or scouting organization. Um, The membership is represented uh, by the blue and gold round pin that girls and adults wear on their insignia tabs, which is the little colored ribbon over your heart. So the one pin on your tab or on your girls tabs is for WAGS and the other is for GSUSA or specifically for brownies or daisies. So that blue and gold one, that blue and yellow one, that one's for WAGS. Um, so there are 10 million girls and 150 countries that are part of the WAGS movement. Um, and there are five, the WAGS organization is split into five regions. So there's Africa, Arab, Asia, Pacific, Europe and the Western Hemisphere. And there's five world centers, Our Chalet in Switzerland, Sangam in India, Pax Lodge in the UK, Our Cabana in Mexico, and I, don't, I hope I'm saying this right, Kusafiri, which is a traveling world center around Africa, so it moves. And the point of the world centers is it's a place where girls who are part of the WAGS movement worldwide um, can learn new skills, share international experiences, and form lifelong friendships. So girls are not individual members of WAGS. Um, Just to be clear, girls are not individual members of WAGS, but they are, uh, WAGS is to bring girls who are part of Girl Scouting and Girl Guiding together um, because they're part of the same movement, if that makes sense. Okay. The vision of WAGS is that all girls are valued and take action to change the world. The mission of WAGS is to enable girls and young women to develop their fullest potential as responsible citizens of the world. And WAGS has two goals. One is to provide more opportunities for girls and young women to grow and lead through programs and methods based on the fundamental principles of girl guiding and girl scouting. And two, empower girls and young women to be agents of change in the world through programs and methods based on the fundamental principles of girl guiding and girl scouting. So to grow and lead and to be empowered to be agents of change. In 1909, a group of girls showed up at a Boy Scout rally in the UK and declared themselves Girl Scouts. Lord Baden-Powell, who's the founder of Boy Scouts, decided there really needed to be a separate movement for girls. 
So guiding started that same year in the UK to respond to the specific needs of girls and young women. And groups of girl guides quickly started up in Australia, Canada, Denmark, Finland, New Zealand, and South Africa. A year later, the Girl Guide Association was officially established in the UK under Agnes Baden-Powell, who is Lord Robert Baden-Powell's sister. In 1912, girl guiding and scouting reached Ireland, Portugal, Norway, and, of course, as we know, the USA. The first world conference was held in England in 1920, which was a historic occasion for representatives of guiding and scouting to have the opportunity to meet and exchange ideas and experiences. And from there, they started to plan trips abroad. So the first world camp organized to coincide with um, the third international conference, which was in 1924, which brought 1,100 girls together from 40 countries. And international conferences that take place for WAG's member organizations to come together are now known as world conferences. And nowadays they take place every three years. And to this day, they remain a platform for policy and decision-making for member organizations. All activities and programs that are sponsored by WAGs fall within four broad areas of social change that contribute to global vision of girls and women being valued and taking action to change the world. So number one is learn. That's non-formal education and an empowering approach to learning. So it's what they do, which is the activities, and how they do it, which is the methods, and why they do it, which is the purpose. And if that sounds familiar, it's because GSLE is kind of similar. Okay, number two is lead. So leadership is at the core of the worldwide Girl Scouting movement. And it's about empowering girls to stand up and speak out on issues that affect them and being a leader within yourself in order to make positive choices. So underneath the LEAD umbrella, the WAG's Leadership Development Program, or the WLDP, has eight modules, and they each cover a topic area that enhances leadership skills and personal growth. And this evolved into an additional program called the NLDP, which is the National Leadership Development Program, which aims to train the trainers, which build the capacity for further innovation and context-specific leadership development. So that brings the worldwide leadership development program to the national level, where basically it's the worldwide program being executed at a national level. And they do this because that way, since different girls in different nations might have different needs or perspectives or context for how to get the most out of that program, it's just gonna be tweaked just a little specific to the nation. Okay, so then underneath lead, there's also Juliet Lowe seminars, which first started in 1932 as an opportunity for young women to develop international leadership and friendship and understanding skills. And these seminars became a continued tradition that lives on today and takes place at um, one of the WAG's world centers every triennium. Okay, the third type of program is Speak Out. 
So WAGS speaks out on behalf of girls and women everywhere, but it also empowers young women to advocate for themselves. So advocacy means in this context, influencing people to make decisions that will improve our lives and the lives of others. And we do this by speaking, doing, and educating in decision-making. Things like change policies and regulations, allocating funding, providing support, etc. And the fourth type of program is volunteer. So giving service to the community, which has been a core value from the beginning of the worldwide movement of scouting and guiding. So 1.5 million volunteers worldwide from local leaders who support girls and young women in troops or patrols all the way up to world board members. Um, okay, there are also WAGS awards um, or medals and silver is the highest accolade, and bronze is for exceptional service. Um, lapel pins are given to award recipients, and the nomination has to come from a member of the World Board and or its committees, and then the selection process is a rigorous review by the World Board. Um, there's also the Olive Award, which is to honor the memory of Lady Olive Baden-Powell to keep alive her belief in the spirit of service. And that's awarded every three years at the World Conference by WAGS to groups of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts who have created positive change. There is so much more I could talk about about WAGS, but in the spirit of phraseology, hopefully this gives you some insight into what WAGS is and its significance and a very, very brief overview of WAGS history. If you think this is interesting, let me know. I can do a lot more WAGS episodes that dive into different like issues, events, opportunities, structure and governance, programs, history, information about the world centers, and so on and so forth. Let me know by leaving a five-star review saying you loved this episode and you want to hear more about WAGS. If you have been to a world center or you have more experience with WAGS that you want to share with the listeners, email me at girlscoutpodcast at gmail.com, girlscoutpodcast at gmail.com, and let's get you on the podcast. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Do me one favor. Just leave me a quick review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I love to know that real people are listening, and I want to know what episodes are most interesting and most helpful for you. If you're looking for show notes and past episodes and all the resources we mentioned in this episode and others, check out the blog at buildinggirlsofcourage.com. This podcast and blog are not affiliated with or endorsed by GSUSA or any Girl Scout Council. We're completely run and organized by volunteers and girls. To learn more about coming on the podcast as a featured interview or to nominate someone you know, reach out to me at girlscoutpodcast at gmail.com. We all have a story to share, and I'd love to hear yours.